0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co
1: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Mind Body Musings Podcast. This is your host, Madeline Moon, and you're listening to episode 113 we're already at 113. Today's episode is going to be a replay of last week's uh, live call. I had a live call called Three Keys to a Freedom Mindset and had lots of great people come, show up. It was beautiful. I really enjoyed it and I think I'll plan to do a few more of these in the future but for everyone that did not make it to the call, I wanted to be able to provide for you the information that I talked about. It was a good long call, about an hour, so hopefully you really enjoy it. You gain a lot from it. These three keys are crucial to having any sort of free life. If you want to have a free life, if you want to break free from restrictions, limitations, and break free from feeling unworthy, then you have to have these three things in your life. That's how important they are. So if you can, grab a notebook, grab a pen, cuddle up, and start taking some notes on these very important topics that I know are going to serve you so, so well if you implement them in your life. Make sure you stay till the very end because I have some awesome things that are going on in my business that I share. the beginning, I talk a little bit about travel and some stuff going on with me. Then I dive in, and then at the end, I'll tell you more about the awesome retreat that I'm hosting, how many spots are left, how much it costs, what we're going to be talking about, all that good stuff's at the end, so make sure you stick around for that. But before we head on over, here is the review of the week. It comes from, let's see, it comes from Mary Gwen Molner, And she says, Old Soul with Empowering Messages with 5 stars. Great podcast. After a few listens to these podcasts, I had to double check to make sure Maddie's not much older. I had to chuckle and listen twice when she recently announced her age is 24. Wow. This lady has so much insight, insightful content and top-notch guests. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I started to think after trading one obsession, food, fitness, control, this was just my wiring, or I'm just type A. I've tried modalities to balance myself for years, yoga, etc., but they never work out because I have never given myself the freedom to say, it's okay, it's okay to just live without nagging fears that I make up in my own head about diet and exercise. After listening to most of the podcasts to date, I am finally having some really great breakthroughs, healing patterns that just don't serve me. Thanks and keep up the awesome work. I'm so glad I found you. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you for listening to the podcast, for following along and sharing your journey with me. I really appreciate that. Every single one of these reviews, as you know, means so, so much to me. Thank you guys for listening. I hope y'all love this live call replay, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. So let's head on over.
0: Welcome to the Mind Body Musings Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking about freedom and having a free mindset today because it's something a little bit different than what I normally talk about. I mean, not so much lately. That's kind of the jive of what I've been really passionately talking about these days, and it feels so freaking good to be talking about these things. So I'm going to wait probably about five minutes before we get started. So I don't, like, you know, like, I don't even know what to, like, what do I talk about because it's just me on this call. (laughs) Um, I'm in Bali. That's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I've been traveling for the past three months, and that's been really fun. I must say it's been really fun. It has been a learning experience like no other to spend the last three months of my life Traveling around Asia and I've got to say, like, for the few of you that are on here a little bit early, I'll get kind of vulnerable with y'all. It's yeah. been an amazing time. It's also been really hard because I, now that I know I'm going back to America, I'm getting anxious because like I have a home here and this has been, this has been my home and I have all these emotions and like I'm trying to in- implement And and really come to terms with all the things that I've been learning abroad and implement them into my life so that when I go home, I keep going because like you can do all of this amazing work wherever you are. If you go to retreat, if you go travel, you can do all this amazing work. But the real challenge in my mind, the real challenge is when you go back home and you implement it and you're faced with situations on a daily basis that you you don't experience when you're on a trip or a vacation or you're traveling. Sure, you're faced with a lot of stuff like maybe getting robbed or someone walking in on you in your hotel room at midnight and screaming at you or taxi drivers that rip you off or uh, just rude people that just like the cultural differences. But then you have all these beautiful things that happen traveling as well, but you're faced with totally different things that you're not faced with when you're back home because of the cultural differences. So I've had to learn some things about learn how to be patient. I've had to learn how to trust like more than ever so like trust trust trust. like in Bali, I didn't get uh, an Indonesian SIM card. so I have no GPS on my phone when I'm walking around. I literally wander around, and I just trust that when I'm ready to go back to my room, we're just going to get in a taxi and then go home. And, like, it's going to be fine that there will be abundance of taxis all around me. But, you know, that's not even – that's not woo-woo at all because there are literally a million taxis everywhere, always honking at you. So that's probably why I'm <laughs> super easygoing and safe because whenever I was in Vietnam and uh, Cambodia and Thailand, I definitely got SIM cards in those places. Welcome everyone who is joining in to the Freedom Mindset call. I'm literally rambling right now about traveling and things I've learned while I'm waiting for everyone to hop on. And I'm probably going to keep rambling because I really enjoy chit-chatting to no one, I guess, because no one is on this call that I'm talking with. Um, Actually, you know, what would be really helpful is if Y'all got on Twitter and tweeted at me and just told me, so I know, like, if you can hear me all right, if I sound good, because the internet here can be kind of sketchy, but I'm in a, I'm specifically in a co-working space. I came to a co-working venue for this call to make sure I had the best internet. So if you can, tweet at me, mind, body musings, and just say, like, yep, I can hear you. Yep, sounds good. Um. That would be awesome. I'm actually going to send out a tweet right now. Going live, talking about keys to freedom mindset. Freedom mindset. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tweet this out, too, so anyone that it's not. I never even use Twitter, but today I am using Twitter. It's moments like this where I realize how Twitter really does come in handy. Because it's easy, it's fast, it's quick, it's communication. Thank you everyone for listening to me ramble. Because, I mean, it's, 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 I want to wait until at least five minutes after so everyone can get on that wants to get on. So I'm just going to keep talking to myself. Alright, sending out the tweet that I will to join. This is a teleseminar, a free call seminar. Uh, I, I hate teleseminar. seminar mm, That's such a weird name. Teleseminar. Okay. Bink. All right. No one has tweeted at me yet. Does anyone have Twitter? Do you all have Twitter? Because, oh, yep, there, Trista. Thank you. I can hear you. Trista, you're the only one that tweeted me. So thank you for tweeting at me. Because now I know. You can hear me just fine. Um. All right. So... Two more minutes, you guys, until I start talking about this. I'm going to also post this on Facebook. So everyone knows, going live, talking about three keys to freedom mindset, style, blah 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 blah, and enter code to join. Freedom mindset. <clears throat> okay. And I'm gonna post that. Okay. Anyways, I was rambling about traveling. I don't know if, if anyone is interested in that in that stuff. I love talking about it, and I'm planning on talking about it more, especially when I get home and I start to implement said things I was telling you about. I was a really vulnerable post on this yesterday about all the things that I had been learning, and the overarching theme was always to trust to like trust your intuition, to trust you're in the right place at the right time. And I know that's so freaking hard. And we're going to be talking about this today. We're going to be talking about this tonight, about all of these, um, how trust really comes into play with intuition. And the other things I'm going to be talking about uh, with having a freedom mindset. But I have definitely discovered that on my travels, just the importance of, trust and not worrying about it like geez like if you're I am the type of person that worries about something months out in advance like I like to plan I like to be perfectionist and that really hasn't brought me much freedom if anything it takes away hours off of my life because I'm constantly thinking about something planning something working something through like micromanaging something and it really just doesn't even matter because when that moment actually comes to present in that moment that's when i decide what i really want to do so like there's no point in planning things months in advance and that's something else that i've learned on my travels is how to be more trusting that in the moment i need to decide something i'll do it then in the moment i'll do it'll do it then and no matter what my decision is it's not that big of a deal because it's meant to be it all works out and this is probably a totally different I mean, it's all intertwined, but this is a different call. I'll have to save that for a video or podcast or something. Because now it is 8.05 a.m. over here, which means that it's time to get started. And I know it's the evening for all of y'all. It's crazy to think I'm like on the total opposite side of the world, it feels like. So thank you, everyone, for joining Three Keys to a Freedom Mindset. So a little bit of background of why I am talking about this today so many of you are really interested in my story. You're drawn to my story because of the fact that I was a prisoner in my body. I was a fitness competitor. I ate super, super clean, trying to find my value and my worth through my diet and exercised like crazy, obsessive, controlling, and I broke free of that. And I found my, I found myself worse in a completely different place than my body. And I started to share my journey on my podcast two and a half years ago. I started to write books about it. I started to do courses. I began coaching people through this. I I was living a life of a prisoner. I really, really was. And guess who I was a prisoner to? I was a prisoner to myself. I had these standards for myself. I had ideas of what I needed to look like I fell prey to societal standards of perfection as well, but I allowed myself to do that. That was within my power. I have the choice to either live free or to not live free, because truthfully, that all comes down to the mind, and this is something I'm facing even even today. Every single day, I have the choice to live as a prisoner or live as a victor, to be free, to be able to um trust that what I feel is what's right for me and not just what people tell me I need to do or tell me what I should do or what I should look like or who I should be. Because if I was doing that, I would not be here right now in Bali on this call with you. I would be living a completely different lifestyle because the lifestyle the world had planned for me or even let's say my parents had planned for me is not the lifestyle that I am currently living. That was not a part of their plan. But I felt in my heart that what I really wanted to do was make a career out of helping people and spreading a message that I thought was important. So I started spreading this huge message of body positivity, love your body, eat foods that really feel good to you. doesn't matter if it's a Twinkie or a cupcake or a piece of kale. Like, eat whatever works for you. And I loved sharing that message. That has been such a just die hard message in my life, something that I could not stop talking about for a good three years because I was just so passionate about it. Recently, though, let's say in the past few months, about five months, I've been wanting to expand what I talk about. I've been wanting to talk about why why I was being a prisoner, but it's, it's more than just the body stuff. It goes way deeper. It's because that's how we're taught. It's a society's issue. It's a collective issue we all face of not really knowing how to control our minds, not living a life of freedom, you know, and then there's more things on top of that, such as relationships and careers and spirituality and and so many different things money let's talk about money like all of these different things and I like diving into them but when I continuously told myself that I couldn't then I wouldn't so I was always telling myself no you can't talk about those things you're not smart enough about those things stick with what you know you know about food and body but this this is a very limited mindset that I myself had because I know more than, more than food and body because food and body is never about food and body. It's always about the underlying things. It's always about control or fear or rejection. It's never about food and body. And I know this because I teach my clients this in every single one of our sessions. We very, very rarely talk about what food issues do you have? What body image issues do you have? That's what draws them to me, but little do they know We're going to be talking about all the underlying stuff for the next six months. That is what we're targeting. That's what we're hitting. That's what we're hashing out. That's what we're working on. When you work on the underlying stuff, when you work on your addiction to control, when you work on your desire to avoid fear, pain, rejection, stay clear of all those things, when you work on those things, that is when you stop caring so much about your body. That is when you start to just eat the food and become a, quote, normal eater because the underlying issues are now being targeted. They're not being avoided. And a lot of body image coaches will spend all of their time talking about the body, and you can hash out your body image thoughts, and you can work on body positivity, and you can start eating the food at the restaurant and putting yourself out there. Those things are all one half of the equation, though. There's more to it. You can do all those things, but if you're not targeting – The underlying things, like something that happened in your past or the terrible relationship you have with your mother or the fear you have around X, Y, and Z, if you're not targeting those things, then these problems will come back up time and time again, but maybe in different forms. Maybe you start to control the body stuff you got going on, but... If the underlying stuff is not taken care of, it's going to come out in another way. Maybe you start to have an addiction to something or you feel good best whenever you're in relationships and you start having codependency because of the fear of X, Y, and Z. So that is why I've been branching out my message. And I wanted to share this with you in this in this live call because I wanted to be able to go over this exact thing. Why why am I starting to talk about fear so much or rejection or particularly freedom because that that encompasses everything I'm talking about, everything. It's just this big old dome that everything I believe in is living inside of. So talking about freedom has really been able to open up my doors and expand what I'm when I'm sharing. And some people may not be interested because they're only interested in hearing more about body and food. And some people may be like, like, yay, she's talking about more things. I'm excited to learn. So I hope you're the latter. If you're the former, then I want you to do whatever is absolutely best for you. And maybe whenever the time is right, you'll be more ready to receive this message, or more in your you're in the right time for you. But I have a feeling if you're on this call, you're pretty ready now to start learning more about it. And and here is, here is what I really want you to take away. And not just from this call, but just from your experiences with struggles. There's more to this. There's more to life, right? Like I almost felt like I was becoming a martyr. Like, and it's funny that I'm using this word because martyr has been one of those words. Like do you have words that you just don't understand? Like they confuse you so much and you never fully grasp it, but you hear it and you're like, yeah, I'm a martyr, yeah, okay. Like, and but deep down you're like, what the heck is that? Well, I finally started to understand what a martyr is, which is really embarrassing. But I finally understand what it is, and it's funny because I think that's kind of what I was doing to myself. I was trying to, I was being a martyr basically for the cause. I I kind of committed my life away, not away, but I committed my life to never really truly moving past my body and food stuff because I committed my life to always talking about it. And I assumed that Maddie Moon Inc. would always be, or Maddie Moon LLC, sorry, would always be a business about body image and food, disordered eating recovery, and body positivity. And, of course, I'm still body positive, always, forever, love it. But with that said, I don't want to be a martyr where I feel Mm -hmm. like I have to hash out my story of, eating disorders for the rest of my life. And to realize that was so freeing. And that's what I want you to see. I want you to see this change in my business as hope for a change in your life, because there's more to this. You don't have to talk about body image and food fears and food freedom and and this stuff forever if you don't want to. If you're still in a place where you love talking about it and you want to talk about it all the time, and because that's really helpful for you, girl, guy whatever I was there I have, I was there for three years I was there for longer than that I mean heck I've been talking about this food stuff since I was in middle school you know and then it, it went bad and then it got good and then I became obsessed with body positivity and went talk talked about it. it wasn't only until about four months ago that I'm like okay you know what I'm kind of tired I'm kind of tired of talking about how I hated my body and I went through all these trials with my body and food scared me and I couldn't eat a sandwich. And then I ate a sandwich and I got my period back and then I lost my period and I got my period and I'm just kind of tired. Like I still feel the same exact way about how much I dislike bodybuilding and and in the industry of, of weight loss. I still feel the exact same way, but I don't really feel the need to talk about it all the time. Like I want to talk about the positive things in my life and the positive things about life. Because that's starting to fill me up more than talking about the negative things in my past. And that's my goal is to be filled up. So if you are feeling like you're ready to, to, to move past, then you're in the right place. If you don't feel like you're ready to move past talking about these things, you're still in the right place because this is still stuff you should learn or you, you will benefit from learning more about because this is connected to every single thing that you face in your daily life. So no matter where you are, learning more about freedom and controlling your mind is such a beautiful thing and such a beautiful practice. And I am by no means an expert on anything because none of us are. So I hope that you learn what you came to learn in this call. And please take notes. Feel free to take notes and um, let me know what takeaways you have from this. So I'm going to go and get started with the first thing that I want to talk about, the first key to a freedom mindset. And that's going to be Drum roll. It's going to be vulnerability. Okay. Shame shuts up when we speak up. For example, back then when I was doing bodybuilding and all this stuff, I had so much shame because of my motives for my body. And when I Finally felt like it was just so heavy and it was so hard to carry around. I started to share it and you know where I shared it? I shared it on my podcast and I had no idea who was listening, but it felt so good. It felt so good to say, Hey, you know what? I'm struggling. I have been in the bodybuilding world for so long. It's so funny, you guys, because there's this video of me and I know you're all going to go look and find it, but there's this video of me on my old YouTube channel that's connected to my old email where I'm like, Hey, I'm moving to Colorado because I need a change. You know, I, I love bodybuilding and it's great, but uh I just, I have stuff I need to figure out. Like something doesn't feel right in my life. And I love fitness and that's going to be my job forever. I know it is, but like, I don't feel good, guys. <laughs> it's so funny looking back. That was like the very first time I dipped my toe into the vulnerability waters. And it was, it's just interesting to watch. I was watching this video with my friend, Sarah from Practice Glow and we were just like, Oh my God, cause I had not seen that in so long, but it was so good for me to see, wow, I was finally being just a little bit vulnerable. And then the next step, i I've made another video after that of why I'm leaving bodybuilding. And, and then I started my podcast and then I started sharing, sharing, sharing and time and time again with my clients. The thing that I see makes the biggest difference in their life is when they share when they share. That is why I am there. As a coach, that is why I am there for them to share. Do you understand how therapeutic and healing sharing is? Probably not because we don't talk about it often enough. And I know many of you that are in this world of self-love probably already know about Bernadette Brene Brown, excuse me, but I'm going to introduce her one more time. Listen to Brene Brown's talk on vulnerability, her TED Talk. If you haven't yet watched it, you should definitely watch it. If you have watched it, maybe watch it again or get her books. I particularly recommend The Gifts of Imperfection, but she also has another one on vulnerability, and I'm pretty sure that one is uh, Daring Greatly, which I did read a while ago, and I'm I'm due for another reading. But the key is to share. But here's the, here's the thing. You can't share with just anyone and expect the most beneficial healing results. You need to make sure you're sharing with someone or a platform where you know is going to be healing for you. For me, doing the podcast was was cool because at the time I didn't really have many followers and I didn't have people that expected me to be a certain way or held me up to certain standards and I was just sharing. Whoever joined along joined the initial stages, so it was very healing for me because No one expected anything, which was great. And people expect things now. And now I feel confident in my message and who I am that I can handle that. I can handle people saying, yeah, don't say that. You can't do this. You're being a bad example, blah, blah, blah. I can handle that now. Back then, I don't think I would have wanted to. But with that said, I don't share everything about my life. I don't share some of my, my, my deepest things just everywhere. I pick people in my life that I know are going to be soundboards like my coach, or people who I know are going to listen to me, warm, warm, comforting people who are going to be there for me and not immediately try to add to the conversation. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I do that. I do that too. Yeah, yeah. No, they're going to listen to me. They're going to to listen, and they're going to wait for me to finish. And if I have more to go, they're still going to let me keep talking. I look for those people in my life. So, if you're going to be open and if you're going to share and be vulnerable, which I think is such a key, do it with people you know are vulnerability worthy. Like, they are worthy of your vulnerability. You know they're going to respond in a comforting, compassionate way because that is what you need. That's what we all need as human beings, no matter where you are in life. We need that. We need that comforting person in our life. Here's another, another key, or another, not, another like, tip for you is to preface a conversation. So if you're going into something and you know what you need, say it. If you don't know what you need, you'll find out soon enough. If the person doesn't respond in a way that that makes you feel expansive, but instead it makes you feel closed off, take note of that feeling and say, "Oh, I don't want that again." But if you know what you want and you've learned what you need in a certain conversation, preface the conversation saying, "Hey, you know what I need right now is just someone to listen. I just need someone to listen and I just need to talk and release some stuff going on and it would be so awesome if you would just hear me out i don't really need advice i don't need advice right now i just i just need to talk i need a safe space like you can totally do that maybe it's with your partner maybe it's with your mother maybe it's with your grandmother maybe it's with your best friend maybe it's with that person that it lives on the total opposite side of the world that you skype with every now and then maybe it's on facebook chat maybe it's a simple snapchat you guys i don't know what it's going to be over but whatever platform you choose Pick someone you know is going to give you what you need in return or is going to be safe, that you don't have to risk risk that emotional space where you don't know if they're going to say, ah, how dare you, or make you feel even more shamed. That's the very last thing you need in your life is to feel more shamed for what you're going through because whatever you're going through, trust me, someone else has been through it. No matter what you've done in your life, no matter where you are, no matter what terrible thoughts you think, you're okay. You are loved. You are worthy. You are exceptional. You are here on this earth for a reason. You all, you all, we all struggle. We all struggle no matter where we are, no matter who we are, we struggle. Sharing the struggles is key. I am a spiritual person and even in what I, what I read is the Bible and even in there it says, share, share with others, share with others what you're going through. This is key. Community is key. It's so important. So, To have a fully free mindset, you cannot be hoarding in your shame, hoarding it in, blocking it in, because then we can get all into the chakras and all that stuff that goes on that limits you and limits you in life. But to put it simply, if you're not being vulnerable and if you're holding in shame, you can't truly be free. You really can't. You cannot be free because you have things you're embarrassed about. You're fearing rejection around every corner. So be vulnerable. Allow yourself to open up and yeah, someone may take advantage, someone may say something rude or cruel or hold with you. But that's another opportunity for you to learn because you can't control the outside world. You can't control what people say or how they respond always, but you can control your mind and you can control how you feel about the fact that you're being vulnerable. Sometimes I'm vulnerable and I get I feel like I am a piece of meat in dark waters with sharks all around because People don't respond very friendly or I feel shamed or even if I'm not really being vulnerable and I'm just stating a fact about my life, people will come at me and say, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. But in my mind, I'm confident in the direction I'm going in. I'm confident in my vulnerability because I know the power of healing it can provide. Okay. Key number two. Okay. This one is going to be acceptance. Accepting where you are. I'm going to give an example literally happened an hour ago which I think is I don't know if she's on this call but someone reached out to me on Instagram and said that they're going on vacation and they're really worried because during the vacation they can't exercise and they can't eat their perfectly clean meals right like who has not been there in that place where you're worried that you can't eat this way you can't move your body this way and she asked me for advice and I just said accept it accept it like accept it right now there's nothing you can do about it you're not going to be exercising you're going to be eating different foods accept what is happening because in the back of your mind if you keep thinking well maybe i can get in something here and there maybe i can make it work for me maybe i can just change around a couple things well you're going to spend the whole dang vacation focusing on that maybe you're going to spend the whole time thinking how can i change this so if you accept it not only are you going to have a better time But you're going to be saving your mental energy and putting it towards something that matters. And this goes on for all of life. Let's not even think about body image and food stuff. Let's think about life. Wherever you are right now, your relationship with your mom, relationship with your boyfriend, your financial relationship, how much money you have, what house you're moving into, what location, what city, state you're in acceptance is key. That doesn't mean you have to stay there forever. That doesn't mean that you're not going to change. But accept where you are right now in this moment, in this very second. Because you can change as a person on a moment-to-moment basis, but what you also have to do as you change on a moment-to-moment basis is accept that change on a moment-to-moment basis, constantly accepting where you are, who you are, who you're with, every factor of your life. Accept it, and then you can see what can be done. What can be done? Because then that comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of ownership. You're owning your life. Your life isn't owning you. You're owning your body. Your body isn't owning you. You're owning your food. Your food isn't owning you. Take ownership by accepting where you are in your life. Acceptance is key. If you're a very tall person and you, you're a female and you like dating shorter guys, accept that. You accept it. If you are 20 pounds more than you were whenever you were in college, accept it. Accept the body you have now as if it is your permanent body. I don't care if you lose or gain weight in the future, but accept the body you have in this moment as if it's your permanent body. How would that feel? Because if you're still thinking in the back of your mind, well, maybe I can change this thing I know, like, it's been this way for, like, years, but I'm still holding on to that idea that eventually it can change. Or, like, you're thinking, okay, so for right now, I can have this huge, awesome goal. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking, but I know it's not going to work, so what's my backup plan? Because that's definitely not going to work. You're already setting yourself up for that failure. You're not going to be truly free if you're not accepting who you are or accepting your dreams. What dreams do you have? As crazy and big as they are, what dreams do you have that you want to see come to life accept your dreams accept everything accept the amazing aspirations you have in your life and stop shoving them away as if they can't be possible you want to be an artist accept it what can you do now you want to be a musician accept it what can you do now you want to wear the super glamorous outfit that you didn't think you could wear unless you were a size xyz Wear it and accept it. Accept how things are. Stop trying to change everything. Stop trying to do everything. Why don't you just be? Just be and accept being. It is so simple. It is very, very simple. Acceptance and vulnerability. With ownership, with being able to accept where you are, you are not the victim anymore. You are the guide. You are the victor. You're not blaming people for where you've ended up in life. You're accepting and you're owning where you are in life. Even if you feel like someone in your life has put you in a position where you are today, like say your mother always talks negative about this thing in your life. I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's something in your life. Your mother always talks negative about it. And you're carrying around this anger and this resentment saying your mom put you here. Your mom did this. Your mom did that. I don't know what happened, but what would happen within your heart? How do you feel right now if you just imagine, if you just imagine that it's not about your mother, it's about you. It's about you allowing this thing, this thing that happened in the external world, this thing that happened, a physical sense, not a real deep down emotional mental experience, but a physical experience, something in the outside world. What if that thing really wasn't controlling you? What It's just an outside thing. What if really deep down you know or you accept that you have the power just in your mind to control what happens, to control how you live, to control what direction you go in? I, I know this. I know this fear. I know this desire to blame and to not be yourself and blame others because of situations or the way they've raised you or this or that because you think, well, if they raise me, then... It's got to be their fault. But you're now, you have the tools. You have the tools and you now know. Because once you know something, you cannot unknow it. You now know that acceptance will put you in a place where you can grow. You cannot grow without first accepting what is real. So now that you know, because you can't unknow it, now that you know that acceptance will launch you for, further in life and give you that freedom you so desperately crave and you deserve and you want, what do you get to do with it? What do you get to do with that information? How can you turn a battlefield of life into a playground? How can you make it a place for you to grow? How can you love your body even when the world is saying don't? How can you have different political beliefs even when your parents don't or they don't agree with it? How can you go into that career path that you really feel like you're called to go into even when everyone says it's a stupid idea? This is kind of like, going a little bit away from the word acceptance, but it isn't, because you're accepting what you want. You're accepting yourself for you. You're not trying to fit into the mold of what other people expect of you, because you're accepting it. You know, this is who you are. This is who you're meant to be, for now at least. And now what do you do? You accept it, and then now what? What are you going to do with it? How are you going to experience full freedom, the full range of freedom? Now that you've accepted who you are and where you are, okay? So the third key is going to be intuition, which is one of my favorite ones because it comes into play all the time in our lives. Intuition, it literally means to be tapping into yourself. What's more freeing than being your own guy? What is more freeing than feeling a certain way and being able to actually feel it, feel, oh, I feel closed off? or oh. I feel expansive. I feel like you can invite the world into me. I'm so excited. What did I hear the other day? I heard something that I loved or I read something that I loved. Expansiveness. If you don't know what it feels like to be expansive, it feels like looking at a puppy. Okay? Maybe breakfast in bed with your lover. Expansive. You're opening up. You're happy. Your heart's open. And then to feel closed off. Um... I guess, I forgot what it, what the book said, but I'm going to come up with my own example. But to feel closed off would be like reading really bad bills you don't want to see or watching a horror film. Closed off. So your intuition can tell you at any given moment what makes you feel expansive, what makes you feel closed off. Tapping into it, yes, it is a process. But being able to tap into your intuition will lead you to true, authentic freedom because all of a sudden you go from looking at the world to tell you how to live to listening to yourself think about that in one way you're living in black and white you're living in this black and white you know wizard of Oz kind of world walking around waiting for everyone to tell you what to do where to go to school what job to have how much money you need to have that you can't take this certain vacation you can't travel the world you can't do this you can't do that to listening to yourself, tapping into your innate wisdom, to color. Everything is colorful. Everything is glittery. Everything is sparkly. It's beautiful. It's luscious. It's delicious. It's just a life and a world of you doing what you want to do. You eat the way you want to eat, girl or guy. You walk the way you want to walk. You say silly, goofy things. You stop apologizing. You stop doing the, oh man, I've been so just like, so I feel like in America, a lot of times women are constantly apologizing, oh sorry, oh sorry, sorry, but in Asia, I've noticed they're everywhere, and this is kind of going on tangent, but no ma- people will walk up to you and say, sorry, no matter what, you don't even know this person, it's a waiter and they're coming to take your order and they immediately say, sorry, sorry, it's everywhere, we're always apologizing, so we feel like we need to apologize all the time, what if you're not supposed to apologize, what if you're just being you? Can I challenge you like right now to make it a goal to not apologize for your existence? Would that work? Because that what you're saying, what you're saying, what's coming out of your mouth, is oftentimes what you start to think and how you're thinking. You say something often enough, you start to believe it. If I were to say, No one likes my message, I'm broke, I'm ugly, I'm not worthy, five hundred times in a day. What do you think I'm gonna to start to believe? Versus, if I start saying I have a positive message, I provide great content, I change lives, I'm vivacious, I'm vibrant, I'm happy. What do you think I'm gonna to start to, to think? How am I going to start to feel about myself? Start doing that enough times in a day, and you're going to start, you're go, you're you're going to start feeling that way about your life. So if you're saying I'm sorry. Unnecessarily, five hundred times in a day, you're just gonna start thinking in terms of "I'm sorry," apologizing, downplaying your existence, watering down your words. Stop watering down your words. Tap into your intuition. What really feels right to you? What does freedom look like? If you have pen, paper, and you're taking notes, like write that down. Like I just write down, what does freedom look like to me? Freedom looks like blank. Freedom looks like. Blank. And when you're done with that, freedom feels like blank. And then the last one, I will know I'm free when. Freedom looks like, freedom feels like, I will know I am free when. And then write down those answers. If you want, I would love to read them. You can share them with me. You can tweet them at me because I would love to see what that means to you. But keeping these in mind, vulnerability. Be open. Shame shuts up when we speak up. Accepting where you are in life. Don't ask, why did this happen to me? But start to ask, why did this happen for me? Accept what's going on and then ask. Dive deeper. Why did this happen for me? Because everything happens for you. And then your intuition. I want to read this quote. I I did a video the other day and I read this quote off and it's just freaking my favorite quote ever. From so the alchemist, um, whenever we need to make a very important decision, it is best to trust our instincts, because reason usually tries to remove us from our dream, saying that the time is not yet right. Reason is afraid of defeat, but intuition enjoys life and its challenges. How true is that? Reason, logic, they can so quickly get in the way, because we have so much logic built up in our brains. We have so many different reasons and facts and experiences and people and stories, they're all in our brain. Reason, oh gosh, it's so afraid of defeat. Oh no, oh, I don't want to be defeated. No, failure, it feels so bad, it makes me feel closed off. No. But intuition, it enjoys life and its challenges. You look at a problem and stop seeing it as a problem and you start seeing it as a challenge, a good challenge, an expansive challenge, something that's going to make you grow, something that's going to make you liven up you're going to be living with passion you don't have to change your job you don't have to be with a different person you don't have to move this is all within your mind how empowering does that feel to know that you don't have to make any external changes vulnerability acceptance and intuition where do those all live huh those live inside of you they live in your mind they live in your heart live in your soul, all of them are inside. You can live a completely free lifestyle by having a freedom-based mindset, no matter where you're going, no matter what you're doing. I used to eat healthy, you know, quote, eat healthy and work out, but I was the sickest I've ever been. Now I eat healthy and I work out and I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm not sick. And I have functioning hormones. What's the difference? What's the difference? Huh? Most of it is in the mind. Yes, there were a lot of physical changes. I weigh more now. I don't eat clean. I eat whatever I want. I happen to eat a lot of fresh foods, but I'm not eating clean obsessively. So, yes, there were physical changes, but the real change is the mindset. I am happy. I'm flourishing. I'm not afraid. I'm not holding in, hoarding shame anymore. But, yes, I made some external changes, but those were a result. Of the internal changes I didn't do all this stuff thinking I have to do all these changes and then I can be free I started with my mind how can I be free now I I dove into learning about intuition I dove into learning about vulnerability I dove into accepting myself and reading things about acceptance so here are five ways I want you to train your intuition first of all Let go of what's no longer serving you. Every time you say yes to something that's not serving you, you're saying no to something that would. Again, let go of what is no longer serving you. You don't need that in your life. If you're doing something on a daily basis that is not serving you, you're literally saying to yourself, no, that part of you that wants to come out and play is not worthy. It's not time for it to come out and play. I'm going to choose to keep saying yes to this person, helping her every single weekend, and saying no to the self-care time that I know I need. Honor yourself. Let go of what no, lo, no longer serves you. Next one to speak your truth. Speak your truth. If someone says something to you that puts you down, speak your truth. If someone around you just says something triggering, speak your truth. What this means, don't tell them how they need to live their life. You're not coaching them. Even if you are coaching them, that's not your job. Your job isn't to tell them, you can't do that. You can't, you can't, you can't. You speak your truth to say how you feel. Say how you respond to that. Say what you believe. Don't don't try to control what's going on around you because you can't control the world. You can't control how what people say, what people do. You can definitely tell them that you don't respect something they're saying to you. That doesn't make you feel good. But speak your truth focus on you and control your mind and don't try to control other people's minds. Next one, number three is get curious. Be curious. What's going on? Like I asked, I asked earlier, why did this happen? Don't ask, why did this happen to me? Ask, why did this happen for me? Get curious. The next one I've already talked about, stop apologizing. Stop apologizing. Your intuition, every time you're apologizing, your intuition gets a little quieter. Every time, Every time, I'm sorry, every time you stop apologizing, your intuition gets louder. That's what I meant to say, not quieter. Every time you do apologize, your intuition gets quieter because it's like, oh, I want to come out and play. And you're like, sorry, sorry, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. And then it's like, oh, crap, no, never mind. The next one, release expectations of the outcome. I cannot elaborate enough how important it is that you release expectations of this entire process of creating a freedom-based mindset. Become unattached to the results. If you go into intuitive living, living a lifestyle of intuition, acceptance, vulnerability, thinking that it looks like this, it doesn't look like that, then you're already setting yourself up for failure. Living a lifestyle of freedom, it's not really a linear process where you keep going up and up and up and up and up until you reach the pearly white gates of freedom. Freedom heaven, up there. It doesn't look like that. It looks like up and down squiggle, swerve, in and out, like a mess, you know. But the more you practice it, the more expansive you feel, the more freedom you start to experience. It's not always going to be linear. There are going to be times where you're apologizing. There's going to be times where you're not getting curious. There's going to be times where people say things and you don't speak your truth. There are going to be times that you don't let go of what no longer serves you. And you're going to say yes and you're going to feel run down. There going to be times you neglect self-care. There's going to be times you could be vulnerable, but you're not. Okay? This happens. This happens all the time. No matter who you are, this this happens. No matter where you are in life, this happens. So those are these three keys. This is three things I want you to remember. I hope I gave you lots of notes to write down as well, questions to ask yourself. Remember, vulnerability, acceptance, intuition. How can you think about these things, combine these three things on a daily basis, remember these three things, live your life with these three three things in mind. Put these on your mirror. Put these on your fridge. Put these in the first page of your notepad. Put these on a little digital sticky on the background of your computer screen. Put these anywhere. But remember, acceptance. Accept where you are. Use your intuition to know what is next. Be vulnerable. Release the shame. So here are my offerings. If you want help with these things because yes I'm going to share with you what I do for a living what I love to do and I would love to share these things with you so first of all if you want one-on-one help with this I do one-on-one coaching I help people find create freedom for them what it looks like to them and it doesn't have everything to do with food and body like I've been talking about for the past 45 minutes It's expansive. We talk about freedom. We work on the relationships you have with money, with your career, with spirituality, with partnerships, with the past, with neglect, with rejection, with fear, with control, with perfectionism, with anxiety, with intuition, vulnerability, and acceptance. All of those things, those are the things that we focus on. If you want one-on-one help with this, I offer two packages, and I'd be happy to talk with you about them. But you got to apply first. So if you want this, you can go to my coaching tab and apply for my one-on-one coaching. But I will let you know up front, it's a minimum of six months of working together. I used to do three months. I am now moving on to six months because it takes longer time. It doesn't do people justice to say three months and then to say see ya because it takes about three months to start really diving in deep. And if we disconnect when the real work is starting to happen, it's going to be like a baby learning how to take steps and then me letting go of this sweet child's hands and saying, okay, you're ready, fly, you're ready, go, cross the street. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't want to do that. So most of my clients in the past have done three months and then sign on for another three months and then another three months. But now I'm making it six months minimum, six months minimum. That, that's the minimum. Would love to talk with you about this if this is something interesting to you. And everyone that has applied for it in the past, I have a new package that I'm also putting out there. So you can either do four calls with me a month, one every week, or two calls every month. And we can get into that deeper. But I interview every person that does apply. So even if you are to apply, it doesn't mean necessarily that we're going to be working together. It means that I'm going to interview you and see if that, if I believe you'd be a right fit. And if so, then we can, we can work together and that would be sweet and we can make wonderful magic happen. But you have to apply first and then we'll set up a call. So here's the next thing I want to talk about. And this is something I am so super excited for. And this is my retreat. I am hosting my first retreat in Colorado. It's called Forever Free. Freedom, freedom mindset. Oh, my gosh, I'm just so in love with the topic of freedom right now. So I'm hosting the first Forever Free Retreat. This is for women who want to play bigger. This is for women who want to uncover the dreams they have inside. So I don't even care if you don't even know what your dreams are. But if you want to uncover them and allow a safe space for them to come out, a safe and fun atmosphere, that is this retreat. If you want to learn what it looks like to live with intuition, to live with vulnerability, to be vulnerable, because we going get vulnerable, and to learn what it looks like to accept who you are, where you are, Forever Free Retreat. So I'm planning on taking eight women in total. There are four spots left as of right now. Meals are included, except for probably one, because I plan for at least one time y'all to be able to go out for a lunch just to get some cool Colorado delicious food. The dates are September 29th, that's a Thursday to October 2nd. So you'll come in around Thursday afternoon, we get together Thursday evening, have an amazing beautiful first night. I'm so excited for the first night. And then all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then wrap up wrap up Sunday around noon. I have so many fun ideas. Hiking, yoga, there's a wonderful teacher here in um, Colorado, in Boulder, Boulder, that is going to come and do a workshop about transformations. She is a world traveler. She is just an exceptional woman. I have had her on the podcast. I plan to have her come in, do a workshop, which is going to be amazing. I have really cool ideas, but I can't share yet. I don't want to share until things are locked in. Um, but regardless, this is going to be a weekend where you take care of yourself. You take time for yourself. Self care. This is going to be a place for us to bond and just be together. And this is the first one I'm hosting, so I'm just, I'm so excited to have uh, already the girls that signed up are wonderful, and it's going to be just such a beautiful weekend of us not having worries and to be able to dive deep and go into places we haven't gone. And trust me, retreats, okay, yeah, it's a weekend, but th- the last retreat I went to, was the most transformational thing I have done in a long time besides my, my coaching, which of course my coach is the same person I went to the retreat with, but it was, it was only two days. So mine is Thursday to Sunday and the retreat I went to was only Friday and Saturday and I paid a good amount of money for it. And I just went in thinking, okay, you know what I'm going for, I'm going for the experience I know I'm going to be creating what I'm going to have. And it changed everything. It helped me to realize just this thing that I was being a martyr. I mean, I didn't realize the whole martyr, what is a martyr, what oh, martyr is this, until about a couple of weeks ago. But I, I had that first pang of understanding, that first understanding of, what am I doing? This feels limiting. This feels not like freedom. And I, I found that out there. And I realized what I was, I was waiting for certain things to happen in my life in order to live with freedom. I was waiting for this to happen. I was waiting for this to happen. And I realized in that retreat, even if it was just two days, what I was doing. And that, I got home, I implemented all the different things I had been learning, put them into motion, into practice. The people that I met there, I'm still in touch with today. I have an amazing community of about seven other people that were there that now i following, following their work, consecuting with them. They're doing amazing things. One of the guys writing a book. One of the girls, one of the girls was bedridden for years. And she came to that retreat and she was walking. And now she has her own podcast and she's just a beautiful, inspiring woman. But it really, a lot of that, I mean, of course it's her, but a lot of that was because of the work we did in that retreat. You have no, you cannot underestimate the power of a weekend and what you can actually do with your life. I'm just speaking from experience. I changed, my life changed. That's all. And so I'm hoping that I can create those changes for other people. So that. Is also an application you can sign up for by going to the coaching tab on my site, scrolling down to retreats and applying. I'll go ahead and let you know the price of this right now. It's $9.99 and 50% of it's due now to save your spot. And like I said, you're paying for the value you're receiving. This isn't about money, this is about the value. What do you need in your life? Do you need the self care? Do you need how to learn? acceptance and vulnerability and intuition that's what you learn and for that for that weekend you're going to be diving deep into all of those things you're going to be meeting people this weekend it's not just a weekend it goes much farther than that it goes beyond my retreat was a year ago that I went to a year ago I'm still working on all the things that I learned then so it's not don't just look at oh, it's four days for this price. Think about the result of what you want to feel, what you want to experience, what you want to learn. That is what you'll be receiving. So like I said, I have four spots left. Would love to have you there. Apply on my website and I will get back to you. I've received over 50 applications, but like I said, there's only four spots that have been filled. And it's on a first come first served basis plus, the application, plus knowing that you're, you're a, a, in a good place in life or you're a good fit for, for what I'm providing. So those two things. So go ahead and apply if you think this would be a great opportunity for you, something you want to grow and learn from. Last but not least, my course, Scripture, Food and Healing is still, it's still open. We don't start until August 22nd. And just for the people on this call, I'm extending the 50% off discount. If you type in mindset in all caps, you can get 50% off it's 497. With the 50% off, it's 2 97 That only applies for the paying in full option, not the two-part installment. So if you want to sign up for that, you can certainly do that. Scripture Food and Healing is a six-week course of devotionals, accountability, going through the scriptures in the Bible that all have to do with body image and disordered eating. So if you want something that's more food and body focused, then Scripture Food and Healing is for you. And that's at scripturefoodandhealing.com. I've done that two two times already. This will be the third launch. I've received nothing but positive feedback about this program, about this course. There are prayers, library resources, six calls from incredible women around the world who have suffered from disordered eating and body image and have overcome it, sharing their wisdom, leading, leading these Bible study calls. And it's just a, a beautiful—it's a beautiful course. It's a beautiful program. I'm honestly very proud of it. I'm very proud of what this has done in people's lives. I've received stories of people doing this course, and then from there, finally getting plugged into a, a community at home that has produced all these amazing results in their life, finally coming to terms with the, the fact they don't have to work for their worth. They don't have to earn their worth. You are already worthy no matter what shape shape or size you are. I'm getting so hyped up. I can't even talk right, you guys. All right. So if you want to see that, like I said, scripturefoodandhealing.com. I am geez seven minutes left of this a lot of time because i've got a podcast recording happening in seven minutes but i'm going to go ahead and check my twitter and see if there's any questions on here oh brianna thank you listening to mind body musings tell someone i love podcast and overall philosophy such an inspiration i'm retreating you thank you for sharing that if anyone has any questions i don't see any questions so if you do have questions you can let me know like right now because I've got about five minutes left. Probably a good thing we don't have a ton of questions because I'm running out of time and I'm running out of breath. Um, yes, so uh, thank you everyone who, who tuned in and listened. This is my first teleseminar, my first free call, and I feel in my heart of hearts that it was a success. I feel like I got everything I wanted to say. These are really fun. I mean, I like being able to do video because I can um i just they're like 4 minutes but sometimes you have things you want to say that take an entire hour and you just need to do a tell seminar and i will yes i'm going to provide a a replay so i will package this up and send this out via email in about an hour i suppose after i do this podcast recording so i'll send it out and if you have questions Anyone listening to the replay, you can tweet at me. Please just tweet at me instead of emailing me. That would be really awesome. If you have questions after this call is is over, tweet at me, um, and maybe I will put it into a podcast follow-up or maybe a video. I can make a video out of it. A lot of times when y'all ask me questions via Instagram direct message or uh, Snapchat or Facebook, I just turn them into videos because if you have a question – I'm guessing someone else has a similar question. So I just turn them into videos and share them. So you can reach me literally every platform ever. And I can see if I'll make a video out of your question. And we're running out of time here. So I I really thank you all for joining this teleseminar and for being present. I may even just turn this into a podcast and put this in a a podcast to listen to the audio and see what I think. But i it's just such an honor to do what I do. It's such an honor to be able to talk on this platform to everyone listening and being able to share my point of view and what I think the three keys to freedom are. Of course, we could talk about a million other things, but to me, these are the three that my intuition told me to say. These are the three most important and ones that I think we struggle with on a day-to-day basis. I struggle with acceptance, but I have to remember that without acceptance, there is no freedom. I struggle with vulnerability, but I have to remember without vulnerability, there is no freedom. I struggle with intuition, but literally without intuition, there is no freedom because you're living your life by other people's standards or by ideals, and intuition is a complete opposite of that. It's your innate wisdom. It has, It is only you. You are your own guru. You are your own guide. You don't look to others to tell you how to live, what to do. You go to yourself. That takes time. Vulnerability, you can start now. Acceptance, you can start now. Intuition, you can start now. But with intuition, it takes time. So you have to keep going and you cannot give up. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this. I It's such a pleasure. It's such an honor, as always. If you have any questions, tweet at me. You can shoot me an email. Apply for my coaching. Apply for the retreats. I would love to have you guys there. And I'm going to go ahead and jump off this call so that I can make sure I'm not late to my podcast recording. Thank you, everybody. And I hope everyone in America or around the world where it's nighttime, you have a great night's sleep. And I love you all. Bye.